Hello everybody and welcome back to 20-somethings Failing at Nothing, episode 7. We are over halfway through season 2. Oh my god, it's happened so fast. It's happened so fast. I can't believe it actually, like this season is going so, I mean considering season 1 was 25 episodes. I know, we took it really seriously. <laughs> this, is, this is going really fast. <laughs> we have a uh, reoccurring guest today. Super, oh yeah. Second like, time on the pod. It's our first. Guys. Yeah, like. It's our first ever same guest twice. <laughs> Were you trying to think of what the name for that was called? There is a name. Reoccurring. Recurring Reoccurring guest. guest. We have got Alice O. Little Slicer. Little Slicer from our uh, small business episode, mm-hmm. which was episode, I don't even know what episode that was. Episode early on. Episode but... very early on. Like three or four. Yeah. How do you feel to be back? Amazing. And it was our first. Thanks for coming back. It was also our first episode with guests. Yeah, it was. Yeah, definitely. A lot of firsts happening here. (laughs) So, so many firsts. How are you today? Me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm good actually. Yeah. Very happy. We've really got out of the habit of recording um, in advance. Yes, it's literally Monday night for the second time in a row. Yeah, and it is. What time is it? It is 9.13 on Monday night. All I'm saying is we've done worse. Yeah, that's true. We have. We've we've been more last minute than this, and that's saying something. That is true. How are you feeling, Alice? Yeah, good. Feeling nervous? A little bit. Good. Feeling apprehensive? We might trip Slightly. you up. Welcome to Maybe. the... Welcome to the... To the... To the dungeon. I was... What, <laughs> what, what, what phrase am I thinking of? Not that. You're in with the... Hounds. Hounds. I don't know what I'm thinking of. Wait, should we talk about how you are? Because it's oh, I'm not doing well. Sounds like you're not doing well. <laughs> I'm failing. No, I'm not joking. Failing at nothing, succeeding at everything. No, I'm good. I'm good. I feel um, like I actually can't believe it's Christmas in one week. I know. And I've hey, done six sleep. Six sleep. Six sleep. Someone's a parent. I've done zero <laughs> shopping. Like no shopping. Have I, you? We haven't. We've not gone overboard this year, generally. Family, boys, like, none of us have gone overboard, so it's kind of been pretty chill. I've done zero things. I'm nearly done. You're nearly done? Yeah. God, you are a parent. I've just got to get Mystery Man something. Mm. <laughs> mystery Man. I've got to get for. Apparently he's very hard to buy for. Yeah, he is. Yeah. He buys everything himself. Yeah. Or is an like, idiot. I don't need anything. Yeah. It's not about need, it's about want. Yeah, this episode is all about how annoying Mystery Man is. <laughs> Joking, we would never do that to you, but maybe we would. Would you like to introduce today's episode, Little Niggly Moo? I'm not really sure what the title's going to be. No, but that's okay. But we're going to be talking about motherhood in your 20s. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> <laughs> we can't relate. So. We can't. But we will ask the questions. Mm-hmm. I'm a dog mum. I'm a dog mum. You're a dog mum. I'm a dog mum. I'm a dog mum, one cat, three kittens, two kittens. That sounds like a song title. <laughs> <laughs> you are H. <laughs> I'm a dog mum, one cat, three kittens. Now, how many kittens? One two. cat, two kittens. Three. One dog. God. Okay. Right. Yeah. Let's let's get into today's let's just episode. Let's get into it. It's Alice. You're a mum. You're <laughs> <laughs> a baby. You are is a big baby. Is he a baby, baby. Or is he a toddler? Definitely I don't, a toddler now. Is he? Yeah. I don't know the cut off. I don't know the exchange. Yeah. He's, he's definitely like, a toddler. He's looked like a toddler from about six months. You like as soon as they can walk. Yeah. Because they toddle. <laughs> is that where toddler comes from? They're toddling. Probably. Because they don't walk. They okay. do weird like, like a wobbly walking. <laughs> They're dilly dallying. <laughs> they are dilly dallying. Um, I have so many questions. So I'm actually really excited about this. I especially love talking to people about things that I like can't relate to. 
Like, I can understand, but I don't know anything about life. It's like learning a whole new life. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. So, so open our eyes. Yeah. Right now. Right. It's starting to now. <laughs> I think the first thing I want to know, this might be putting you on the spot, actually, but I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> what is something or some things that you wish someone would have told you? Like, when it happened, you were like, oh, my God, why didn't anyone warn me about this? Well, I feel like people warn you about the fact that you're not going to get any sleep. Mm -hmm. But when you actually are in it, Mm -hmm. you don't realise how bad it's going to be. Is sleep deprivation, like, one of the worst worst parts? Yeah. Yeah. And is that more the earlier? Yeah, like, the fact that every every two hours you're up. Feeding. Yeah. And then they like getting the baby back to sleep that is something actually i thought babies that you i think you that you just put them down put them down and they fall asleep oh wouldn't that be nice no No. i do that if people put me down (laughs) yeah snooze as an adult i'm just like i'll happily comply is it like you knew you were going to be tired but you didn't know that type of tiredness existed yeah and like it's not even like we you feel that type of tired but over a long period of time it makes it even worse Mm -hmm. so you're tired for like a whole year yeah yeah. Are you still tired? Yeah. Like, does it get easier? It get, yeah, it gets easier because you're not up every two hours. Right. But it's like a whole change of routine. Like, you, you, they go to bed at seven, you go to bed at whatever time, you're still up at seven o'clock in the morning, whatever time you go to bed. Mm-hmm. Do you ever, like, talk to yourself and be like, I need to go to bed now because if I don't, I'm yeah, still going to be getting out. Yeah, all the time. You're like, your bedtime is restricted by how early you know they're going to have you up in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's that crazy. Do you know what though? Like sleep deprivation is the one thing that like genuinely scares me about becoming a parent. I'm so bad. That and you wee loads now. I, uh, yeah, but I usually sleep. You, I but notice how much you urinate. Yeah, all the time. We'll be anywhere, and Alice goes, "I need a wee, guys. I've got to go for a wee." We're like, "Quick, get to the toilet." <laughs> yeah. I definitely notice that. Like, can you hold it? I can. <laughs> I choose not to. <laughs> we had that. We were out on Saturday, weren't we? Um, do you remember this? We were in the toilets, and it seemed to be that everyone in the toilets was a mum, except for me. And they were all talking about the fact that like, none of them could hold a wee. Like the girl in front of me, was, the girl in front of me was like, "I'd let you go, but genuinely, I cannot I hold this wee." She was like, "I had two C sections. No one told me I wouldn't be able to hold my wee." Oh, that's so interesting. I guess because it just like. It, inter- it interrupts everything, doesn't it? I like, the they cut you open and taking your baby out. Pregnancy, like, your whole posture changes when you're pregnant, which <clears> obviously changes your pelvic floor. It's not just about pushing the baby out, it's the whole it? lead yeah. up to it. It's the whole of carrying. It's almost like naivety, isn't it, to think that, like, you're going to have a baby and then everything just... Mm. Be the back. Yeah, and, yeah. like, I guess it's just not going to happen, like... No. And there's things that, I guess, through you being... Because, like, within our group of friends... A couple of us have younger siblings that came about when we were teenagers. But I guess you don't like... I never, like, questioned my stepmom or any of our friends' mums about, like, the changes that necessarily happened to their body. I didn't notice no. that. Like, I just enjoyed this little baby. Whereas, like, being your friend and now your mum... No, I'm not your mum. That's how I'm <laughs> No, like, now you are a mum. Like, I obviously, being your mate we can ask you these questions and like yeah. we see the changes and like when yeah. you had him and all of these different things we were older we were well. older yeah and like you're curious and I it's like, like we're also oh my god each other as well that you can ask the in-depth questions you yeah. Ask anyone else. yeah definitely how have you found it being the only one in our group of nearly like there's about 10 of us how have you found it being the only one that's had a child like surrounded by a group of girls 
that's hard mm-hmm. because like the amount of times that you I can tell you guys stuff and you can help out or whatever you I feel like you never actually fully understand what I'm actually going through yeah mm-hmm. definitely so like you can you can we give have me nothing advice to compare can, it to. yeah 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 mm-hmm. I think then, a lot of people say this as well don't they like a lot of well a lot of people I've spoken to in my life have said like that when you have a baby you realize who your real friends are and like mm, the people see, that are going to stick around you that because I know yeah. that you guys are going to be there regardless like oh, it's, definitely. Also, it's also so nice the fact that not so nice but the fact that none of you guys have kids like you always come around so full of energy so mm-hmm. full of life because you haven't like you're not tired from having a child so you put all your effort into the one child that oh pod baby is fully indulged by all yeah. of us <laughs> which I think is so lovely for me the fact that that is the case yeah yeah, that's so true. Like, when we come around on a Sunday, we've probably just slept for eight to ten hours and, like, mm-hmm. we're there to, like, play. Yeah, Whereas, yeah. like, if other people were parenting... Yeah, you had your own kids and you probably bring... We'd all meet up with our own children and then they'd all get the attention, which would be nice for Rex, but he gets it all. Yeah. <laughs> no, definitely. And that probably won't happen again. No. no. Because any, any next person that has a child, it's... Not ever, it's still not ever going to be the first time. It's still not ever going to be like mm. the first baby in the group. And oh yeah, he is literally the first baby for everybody. And like, like birthdays, Christmas, like yeah. it's a big deal. Like when mm. everyone's got a baby, you're like, nope, sorry, <laughs> can't. I've only just got mine. My present. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Do you think like so? You were twenty two. Were you twenty two when you had him or twenty three when you had him? Twenty. You would have had just you just turned twenty three. Just turned twenty three. Yeah. And did you? Were you part of, like, an NCT group as well? Yes. So, did you find your age at that time, was that tricky? Like, being part of a girl group who are also 22, and were your NCT group, were a lot of them older, or a lot of them your age? Like, they was it a struggle? all between 30 and just under 40. Right. So, you were the youngest by quite a way. Quite a way. I think, they, I think all of them actually were between 35. They were all around 35. Wow. So, that's, like, a good 10 years. Like, they were essentially closer to... My mum's age than my age. God, yeah. it's so good. Yeah. How did you find that though? Like, was that? Did you ever like consider like, oh my god, I'm 22? Do you know what I mean? Like, did it, did it make you think like that because you're surrounded by us lot and like we've all lived our lives very, obviously we all go out yeah. every weekend and live our lives that way, and I mean, then all of a sudden it's different. Yeah, because they all seemed like they had their lives together and they were all like ready for that next step, and mm-hmm. maybe I wasn't quite ready for it. But you almost have to be, so you try and make yourself you like live up to what it should be at that age Mm -hmm. if you know what I mean do you feel like you were kind of trying to sell yourself to them in a way like you'd be like oh I've been with my boyfriend for this long yeah yeah but then obviously I was still living with my parents (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) pregnant living with my parents and they were like oh we've got these houses we're doing this we're doing that and I was like "Mm, yeah okay I'm still living with my mum (laughs) (laughs) my washing still gets done for me (laughs) (laughs) yeah I guess like it might seem like everyone has it together though but like I don't think it really matters I think there's a lot of differences in being different ages when you have kids, but I think a lot of them probably weren't as together as it looked like. Oh, or no, that, that no they way. felt that they were, yeah. or whatever, like... And, like, essentially, what is together? What is well, that? because they like, were still yeah. tired when the yeah. baby came along, yeah. and they yeah. were still up all night. Mm. Everyone says, like, no-one can prepare you for having a baby, so I guess it doesn't matter what age you are. It's you're just, true. You're it not prepared. So like, until... Because as well, like, until that little human is born... It's so di- like everyone says how different it is from them being in your tummy to being out in the world, like yeah. changing nappies, the sleep deprivation, yeah. like all of those so you've things. Got something that relies on you constantly. It's like a huge they can't do, they can't do anything by themselves for the first 
however many years of their life. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, Don't tell still... Pod Baby that because he'll he'll tell you he can do everything by himself <laughs> now. Yeah. He does everything. <laughs> Did you feel like you faced a lot of judgment from being the age that you were? Only like the f- when I first sort of told people that I was pregnant. Mm-hmm. But, but I don't think I actually was judged. You just feel judged because of the age. Because you yeah. know it's a bit like you know you're quite young. So you're but like, also, oh. I feel like I've done that to other people. That's the only mm. reason I feel like, oh, you're, you're young. But then yeah. I was young too. Like, yeah. So I don't think it's the fact that anyone ever said anything or did anything. It was just the f- how maybe I'd looked at other people. It's like your own insecurity, essentially. Yeah. Mm. Maybe yeah. like worry about what people are thinking but it's actually probably just mostly you that's thinking it yeah 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 to be fair from experience i've thought that too like i've thought oh god you're a bit young but you think it you finish thinking it and then you don't doesn't really cross your mind again no you know you see someone from school or whatever who's who's announcing their pregnancy online and you're like oh my god they're only 20 or whatever Mm -hmm. You never think about it again. No. no. Exactly. I definitely remember feeling scared when you told me you were pregnant. Oh, yeah. Like, full transparency. I yeah. cried. You know I did. Yeah. I came I saw you and I cried. <laughs> I was definitely, like... And I think now, like, looking back, it was such a definitive moment of change in our lives. I, yeah. Because nothing yeah. was ever going to be the same after that. Yeah. And obviously, everyone... Children are such a gift. But in that moment, you're like, fuck... It's happening. And it was almost like I remember feeling that's very main character of me, but <laughs> whose episode is this? God, shocking. <laughs> Definitely like thinking, Oh my god, like maybe we all have to grow up now. But I Not like that I knew that what that meant. Happened, but I don't know if that was because I had mm-hmm. him or not, but I feel like we all have in the last couple of years grown yeah. up loads. But then I guess like also <laughs> there was a pandemic at fifteen minutes. Hey, <laughs> oh, that's not bad for us. That is not bad. Everyone went into full time work across those few years. Mm. Like I was only just coming out of uni when you were. I I just sort of finished uni and then mm-hmm. you were pregnant. Yeah, yeah. Like that. So much more than just you being pregnant with him or you having him changed in that time. Oh and my so god, we have all changed a lot. And I would say that one of our friends having a baby was probably a big factor in that. Because yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of things that would have been out became in because it's like okay, well, if we do it at yours, yeah. Like, this is a prime example. We're doing this at yours because the, the baby's asleep. You've got to be mm. here. Yeah. Whereas we normally record at Abby's. Yeah. It's like things like that change, but then you only notice that when you think about it. Oh, my when God, When we're coming yeah. here, I never think, oh, we're going there again because the baby's in bed. It just became like the new normal. Like, I don't even acknowledge yeah. why we're doing something. It's, oh, like, yeah. it's like anything cool. in life, though, isn't it? It just becomes a new normal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like you, you moved out as well like mm. we used to always go to your mum's and now we always come to your flat yeah. like I d- you don't acknowledge it but that is quite weird because we spend loads of time at your mum's house all of us yeah. spend loads of yeah. time mm-hmm. even before you're pregnant mm. and then like now you don't live there i honestly i should go more that's all i can say <laughs> i should go more <laughs> i don't go enough i'm there all the time <laughs> i'm constantly over there <laughs> life of an <laughs> <laughs> my question is so obviously, going back to the pandemic, you had a baby three weeks before our first national lockdown was announced. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like, obviously you're not going to know any different because that was your situation, mm-hmm. but you had those three weeks. First week you were in hospital, weren't you? Yep. And then, so you had two weeks at home before everyone went into lockdown and like, we couldn't see you 
or see the baby for at least what well, was like 12 weeks before we could even socially distance see him mm-hmm. yeah. and you do you feel like how do you feel about that how do you feel about that first lockdown like on reflection yeah do you think it was like a hindrance or a help or like oh, kind both. of not sure there's obviously those pros and cons to the whole <clears> thing <throat> i think the main part was where i where we everyone wasn't allowed out mm-hmm. you then when you are allowed out it's scary to go out yeah like, I never had to take Rex anywhere. I didn't mm. have to do anything with him, and it so like, we just stayed home. It was the right thing to do as well. Yeah, so you then... Know, having this reclusive life, but it was by the book, so it's like a, the good thing to yeah. do. Yeah, so then when you started, like, when you got, like, invited out for a coffee date, it's like, oh, there's so much to do, so much to plan for, because I never did it. Yeah. So, like, I didn't know... I didn't know how to take Rex out. Like, is he going to cry the whole time I'm there? Like, how, yeah, do I like, need to bring 40 nappies or one? Exactly. Like, mm-hmm. I need to take a change of clothes, like... Obviously, I breastfed, so do, do I do that in public? Mm-hmm. Like, that's not Yeah, easy. I didn't even think about that, actually. I remember you breastfeeding somewhere. And, and, and because I didn't time. ever have to do it from day one, like, I'm pretty open, it doesn't bother me, but mm-hmm. because I didn't have to do it, I then thought, oh, well, I'm not going to do it out because I'd rather just do it at home and then we'll go out. And it's like you have, all of a sudden have this, like, schedule and there's, like, five minutes in between everything that you can take him out without worrying about yeah. it. Yeah, mm. yeah, and so many people say, like, it's good to have the routine but also go out and do things as well mm-hmm. and you can sometimes be flexible in the routine but because my routine was so strict because we're in lockdown, mm. that it stayed that way. And even yeah. now, even now, I, like, thrive off of routine. <laughs> yeah, like, it's his so bedtime is... I've never been like that. No, that's true, actually. That like, true. growing up... Like when we were teenagers, you weren't like that at all. Yeah, you did. Dirty woman. Proper ick. Ick of the week. Alice used to eat. In fact, not just quavers. Alice, any any confectionery, Alice would chuck in a pot noodle. Like, didn't matter what it was. (laughs) If you could chop it, break it, crisp it, or crunch it, Alice would put it in a pot noodle. (laughs) That should be an advert. (laughs) I think that, yeah, I guess that all of that stuff that was implemented essentially due to a lockdown you you like carried that through because he's free yeah. now but bed like bedtime's still the same even now i think oh he's got got, got to be home for his nap mm-hmm. and he naps at midday it's like cut so, your day in yeah, half yeah yeah mm-hmm. he'd only be out for a couple of hours and then i take in the the driving time mm-hmm. and then actually get yeah, oh, inside to in get the car. To, oh god yeah that was the worst <laughs> that is still the worst <laughs> yeah i still struggle with staying away from the girl <laughs> what do you think the benefits are from so obviously being young, we no one could go out. It's been that FOMO. Yes. Yeah. Like, I can so imagine I that was a godsend. Yeah. yeah, fully. I think that would have been a real struggle, actually, mm. had we mm. have continued our lives as they were and you were obviously at home with a new baby. Like, I think that would have been really hard. Yeah, and I think I would have resented you guys a lot as yeah. well. Not even, not, obviously not on purpose, but I would no, have it's been... it's just a natural reaction. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and that it's obviously a decision that I chose to make by having a child, but I still would have been pissed off at you guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. You should be here with me too. I, <laughs> honestly, like, I used to feel like that even if I was at uni and you guys were at home, you just Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I don't... I think it's, like, very valid, regardless mm. of whether you made the decision that put you in that position or not. Mm. Like, I think... It's not an intentional feeling, and it's not that you're angry at the people that are doing it. It's like you're angry because you can't. Yeah, yeah. But I definitely think that that was a benefit of the lockdown for oh, you, yeah. like being a young mum at that time, because mm. everyone was at home. Yeah, you were at home with the baby, which was hard. Mm. But everyone was at home. Yeah, yeah, there was like there was nothing to miss out on at that point. And also at the same time, like I think a lot of people probably got quite bored in lockdown. I mm-hmm. didn't, I didn't have time to get bored. Yeah, so that was quite nice. Yeah, yeah. And you can like. 
I don't know, I think that there's an expectation. I fucking had it, so there definitely is. Like, there's an expectation that it's like, obviously for us, as much as it was like a big shock that we were having a baby at all, it was also really exciting. And mm. when everyone kind of was like, okay, this is what's happening, like, we were looking forward to it. And then when you had him, there's an expectation that we're going to go to literally like the park every day, we're going to mm-hmm. go and get coffee, we're going to take him out for dinners with us, like, we're going to do all of this stuff, like, with us and him. That is actually really not easy. You're a mum, you're 23, you've literally got a newborn child, and you've just, you had quite like a stressful birth. Yeah. You've been pregnant for nine months, you haven't slept at all, and then your friends want to hang out with this baby and you and do all this fun stuff, and you're like, I'm exhausted. Like, yeah. Just yeah. <laughs> you didn't have to kind of live up to that because it was lockdown. Yeah, yeah. So it was lots of pictures and lots of FaceTimes, oh, yeah. but it wasn't lots of like, right, Alice, up you get. Like, you can barely walk. And we're like, come on, we're going for <laughs> five miles walk. But then also I think uh, we, I was very lucky to have him literally three weeks before. Yeah. Mm. Like, we might not have met him otherwise. No, until yeah. to meet him when he, he was, was like yeah. three months old. Yeah. I remember thinking that when you had him and then we went into the lockdown and then it was like, there was this human who our best friend has given birth to. And we don't know him. And we don't know him. Mm. And like that, I don't know what, because he was so tiny anyway, but it was like every time we saw him, he doubled in size. He'd like mm. hit the next milestone. And you have this, such this like, lockdown, yeah. Back out, lockdown, back in. You have such an idea of all the things, like you said, like all the things you're going to do with your best friend's baby and like you're going to be there and you're going to do all of this stuff. That was taken away. And it was like, there's this whole human who I love but I have no idea who they are. Yeah. And it's so I weird. Think, going back to being so lucky to have him three weeks before is because, like, he... That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> baby <laughs> So lucky to have him, and I can't remember anything else. And love you Thank you for listening to the podcast. His, his, like, relationship with you guys hasn't been affected because he was so little. Yeah. Like if he was three and we were going into lockdown, he would have, it would have affected a lot more. A hundred percent. Oh, God, Like, yeah. his relationships and stuff, whereas I think he was so young that he had no clue what was going on. No. Yeah, because his, rela- like, I feel like his relationship with the girls, like, his aunties essentially has made the most progress in, like, the last year, if mm. not less. Yeah. Mm. Like, because he's so interactive and he knows who you are. And he knows everyone's names, and if he sees a picture, he'll be like, oh, Megan, Abby. Like. Mm. No, take that back. If he sees pictures, where's Megan? <laughs> Megan? <laughs> Auntie Megan? <laughs> Megan? And I'm furious about it. So when you listen back to this, yeah. and you are 18, just know that um, I loved you the most, but you liked me the least. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, he liked me yesterday. Yeah, he did. Abby, you stay. I was like, yeah, of course okay. I'll stay. Yeah, I'll move in for you. Um, but yeah I do think that it's interesting about how like people feel about being parents in lockdown Mm -hmm. because I think a lot of people would have mixed reviews as well Mm. because like there is obviously also there's this virus that's going around that is so petrifying that that turns you crazy anyway well like yeah just just induces so much anxiety into everything especially with the anxiety of being a new parent. And obviously it turned out that it didn't really affect children, but we didn't really know that. No. And also, like, if you'd have got it, it's like, okay, well, I, I can't be away from mm-hmm. my baby. Yeah. Like, he's literally... And then I'm not joking, I literally went crazy. Like, if someone came in the house with a cough, 
of when mm-hmm. he's still working at the job. Yeah. Like, yeah. Anyone know him? And like I remember when he was really little, we used to wash our hands, like every time we would Before hold him. him. And yeah. then like if you, if I ha- wash my hands, held him, and then gave him to someone else, or gave him to you, and then was gonna pick up again, I'd wash my hands mm. again. But yeah. Now it's really weird. But I didn't even think it was weird at the mm. time because of COVID. No, yeah. not at all. It was just the norm. And as well, like you said, like you lived at home. Your dad is older, yeah. and like that was worrying to make sure yeah. that he was safe because yeah. like his age bracket was the age bracket that everyone was like Most stay safe about. stay home like yeah. and so it was just this whole sort of you kind of wanted to, not you but like I think so many people wanted to stay in their bubbles I know yeah, I definitely. felt that way yeah. and I didn't have anyone necessarily vulnerable living with me but I still felt that need to like oh I don't know like can I hold yeah. him can I not and like can I kiss him can I not kiss him yeah. like it's scary I still feel like that sometimes now like, mm-hmm. He loves it. He just wants to drink alcohol. Is that because of lockdown that maybe his immune system? Yeah, Mm -hmm. or is it because you're trying to protect something that you love so much? Like I don't know. Like, is is there a correlation or not? Mm -hmm. I think there's probably parts of it that are like ingrained in us Mm. from from that period of time about how you act and react around people. Like, I was very protective of my grandparents in that time. Mm. We obviously lived next Mm -hmm. door to each other, and there was like this huge responsibility that basically like by a total mistake or a complete accident you could be the person that killed that yeah it's the only message that i felt like i was getting from the media Mm -hmm. yeah and then it's like this like i had immense guilt through a lot of covid Mm -hmm. if i was even when you were allowed to do stuff and we do that i'd then feel super guilty about doing it Mm -hmm. so i don't think i think for parents but also, you've just gone through all of this stuff. Like, your hormones have gone wild. Mm. You've been, like, you were in hospital for a week. That's a really long mm. time to be away from your family and yeah. your friends yeah. and have a baby that you, and you're just actually trying to deal with the shock of giving mm-hmm. birth to them. It's like, and then you have, like, all of this stuff coming through the media that's, like, really scaremongering. How did your brain not explode? Literally. Yeah, oh, it was literally... So I remember being in the hospital just after giving birth and someone said something about, oh, coronavirus. Mm. And it was kind of like, oh, whatever, that's nothing. It's just another It'll thing blow that's over. going around. Mm-hmm. And it turned out to be... It was still talking about it three years later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the next year and a half of your life. Long, yeah. Like, we are a GCSE question. We are. That's what yeah. we are now. We oh. bring it up every week. <laughs> <laughs> we actually do. You're all going to pass your GCSEs. <laughs> we... <laughs> Honestly, this people could in future years students could come to this for genuine factual <laughs> advice. We could be a Harvard reference. <gasps> that is so exciting. I can't wait. Should have a cup of tea? Let's have a cup of tea. We are back, everybody. We have reflected. We've reflected. Reflected as a group. As a, we, as a trio, <laughs> we have reflected. And um, how do we feel? We feel good. We feel good. Okay, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. What has been... So, Pod Baby is two and... How many months? Two and... Two and a half-ish. No, he's going to be three in February. Oh my God, he is. Months. Oh my God, he's two years, ten months old. And what has been your favourite stage of him thus far and equally because we're real on this pod what's been your least favorite stage mm. people want to know the juice at first like when he was one one yeah why 
like the in between. He wasn't a baby anymore, mm. but he also wasn't talking. Mm-hmm. So he had like real big feelings. <laughs> big feelings. He wanted to tell you what he wanted, but he couldn't tell you what he wanted, kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, and I feel like he's always been quite early doing things. So like I think a lot of it all came quite quickly for him, but he couldn't express it. I mean, you could say that about any child, but mm-hmm. just with him, it, it, he really couldn't express what he was, what he was trying to. Say. Mm-hmm. Because he couldn't talk. So he was frustrated, basically, the whole year yeah. of being one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel like it was in the space of a few weeks he just started, like, talking and doing yeah. and, like... I remember his first birthday, him throwing a really big strop because I think he'd stayed up late. I say late, you know, it was, like, literally about ten past five. But we'd had dinner at your mum's and we'd had dinner late, like, slightly later because, like, a big dinner with everyone. And I remember him getting frustrated mm. because there were so many people there. But overwhelming. Like, oh, of course. Mm. Even now, though, even now, he's, what, nearly three, and it's still overwhelming sitting at a dinner table, like... But mm. then if you think about it, right, if somebody put you, as a grown adult, somebody puts you into a situation that you're not used to being in, mm-hmm. you can it's express how you feel perfectly, you can use your words, Yeah. it's still really overwhelming, and you can still be really uncomfortable in that situation mm. as an adult. Imagine that three. Imagine that one. Like, yeah. it's the same feelings that we have as adults, but we have the advantage, and it's still scary, but we still have the advantage of be, taking yourself out of it. Yeah, they can't yeah. do that. Yeah, it, all and we can do is make it known to you that he wants. Yeah, we can control our emotions now to an mm-hmm. extent. Like, obviously, not every adult can, mm-hmm. but you can control your emotions more than if a two, three-year-old can. Mm-hmm. And like. You can get up from the table and leave. Mm. Like his, he's strapped in. He's in a high chair. But also him then getting up from the table, you're, you're, then thinking, well, why are you getting up from the table? You're not allowed to get up from the table. You're Mm -hmm. sat having dinner. You're not allowed to do that. It's like adult standards for a tiny person that isn't an adult yet, kind of a thing. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. What? So you're thinking. Other people are thinking, like, why is he up from, getting up from the table? Yeah, like, you, yeah. you spend so long trying to get them to sit down and actually have something to eat for dinner. And then they just, if, if they did do that, if they did just get up and walk away from the table, you're like, well, Rex, no, you haven't finished your dinner yet. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? It's like you're a tiny person that you don't know what's going on. Mm. Probably just want to play. Or just, yeah. like, not. Also, I feel like birthdays and stuff, it's so much attention on them, and they don't know it's their birthday. No, they have no clue. It's like when he was one, it was like, Presents and he didn't care. He won. Just wants wrapping paper. The wrapping paper. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. presents and the boxes, the empty boxes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's everyone's like looking at him, and he's like, "Why is everyone looking mm. at me?" Like, it must be so confusing. Yeah, especially when he's used to like your guys' space, like your home, yeah. your flat now, and like being with you to then being with like fifteen other people. That's like a lot of a lot of people wanting his attention yeah. and also giving him theirs, and like. That's massively oversensory. That's oversensory for the majority of people. Yeah. Hence why, like, so many adults are like, hate their birthdays, hate this, hate that, because they're like, I don't want everyone to give me the pressure. Like, yeah. it probably stems from when we're little and, like, there's all this pressure oh, yeah, on us to, like, really. perform. And also, it's like, show so and so, like, what you can do now. Like, say this word, I mean, show us I your do teeth. That to him all the time. Constantly. Anything he does, I'm like, show me that you can do it. Yeah, prove it. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, can you do this? He's like, no. <laughs> and he's great at saying no. He's, he's real good at it. He is. Best age. So far? Uh, a couple of months ago. <laughs> <laughs> Not <Why>? right now. 
like when when he started to like really get a personality mm -hmm. that was a good time full sentences as well yeah yeah now now he it sounds really silly but i can't lie to him now because he's too clever yeah <laughs> whereas you could go, i went through a phase where you could say things and he wouldn't question it yeah. So like you could you could manipulate him to like, no. it's so bad. No, but it's like your dummy has to sleep in the car tonight and you're like, okay. Like, yeah. It's yeah. Like... Whereas now he actually has a bit more understanding and you can't do it anymore. Mm -hmm. like, and mummy's car's just outside. Why hasn't mummy gone and put it in the car? He's, yeah. got, he's got his night lights in his bedroom and I told him that they were broken and he went, Well let me touch it, let me do it. Let me press the button. I was like, no. oh, okay. And I was like, oh, fixed it. <laughs> You're so smart. But even like yesterday, we were all here and it was bedtime. And it's like, right, we'll, we were going to get takeaways. So it's like, we'll go out and get that. So that he'll like, settle, go to bed with you. And then when we come back, he'll be asleep kind of thing. But then it's like, we've said to him like, oh, we're going now. Like, we're going to bed too late, this whole big thing. So we actually have to wait until he's asleep before we can come back. Because mm -hmm. we've told we know we're having a party while he's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in pajamas with the curry. It's still a party, <laughs> but like you can't do that whole thing of like, oh, we're we're gonna go, we're gonna sleep over, and he'll go straight to sleep, and we'll be in the kitchen within ten minutes. Like we have to wait until he's asleep because if he mm. hears you from his room, it's like I thought Auntie Mary was going to bed. Yeah, mm. yeah. Like it's all of that stuff. It yeah. doesn't work anymore. <laughs> Definitely. Has there been? This is a bit on the spot, so if you can't think of it, don't worry. Has there been, like, a piece of advice you've been given or a piece of advice that you would now give being a mum for the past two and a half years? Like, is there something that you're like, if someone came to you and said, oh, my God, I'm having a baby, like, what, what am I going to expect? Like, what do I do? Like, panicking. Is there um, something that you'd tell them or did someone tell you something? I think, I mean, you can say it about anything in life, but, like, live in the moment mm -hmm. because they change so quickly. Yeah. Like, you spend so long trying to figure out one thing, and then once you figure it out, you're on to the next. Mm -hmm. So, I think actually living as in the moment is the best thing you can do. Because mm -hmm. they're so big, so quick. Mm. Like, they're not little for long, are they? No. But no, like, as soon as you think you've cracked something, they're not doing that anymore, and it's the next thing that they're doing. Mm -hmm. You have to learn, like, the next trick yeah. to, like, yeah. make it work. Mm -hmm. So, I think really, like, taking in every every moment of their life is easier than sort of trying to plan for it essentially yeah because you, you can't plan because no. they're just going to change in ways that you didn't expect them mm -hmm. to. yeah yeah what about like would you say to somebody to listen to other people or not so like say if somebody I, that, that was so badly worded like <laughs> obviously when you're pregnant and after you give birth people give you a lot of advice like, I know all of our parents did it to you. Mm -hmm. And yeah. people that have had children, would you say, like, yes, take on board their advice? Or would you say everyone kind of says the same thing and just, like, you do you? No, I think you definitely do need to take on other people's advice. But then it also comes down to the the type of parent that they maybe were. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, like, sometimes if you don't like what someone's done, then I mean, you're not going to listen to what you're telling them sort of thing. doesn't yeah. make it wrong. It just means that you don't want to parent that way. Yeah. 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 I guess it's probably a mix of both as well, isn't it? Because as much as you could take people's advice, like, you don't know what kind of child that you're going to have. Like, no, that personality. No. And yeah. Some kids are really super stubborn, but then some kids are like, anything mummy says goes. Mm. Yeah. So it's like, depending on what child they have would be the advice that they give you. Yeah. And, yeah. Then you... and every child is so different that you can't, you can't take on everyone's advice. Yeah, of course. 
and everyone's advice is different that like you can't yeah. do the set you can't yeah no, i think it's definitely helpful people trying to tell you the things that they did or mm-hmm. the things that they wish they'd done or do you think you'd be really honest with someone if they were going to be having a child yes. do you think you'd tell like yes like the one thing i think your mum said it to me was that like you don't have to like your child when you first have them. <laughs> Thank you, Karen. <laughs> no, it's that overwhelming feeling of love thing that people yeah, say, isn't I didn't. it? Yeah, I You have to almost learn to love them because it's like this yeah. whole new human that's coming into your life that you have. You don't know who they are. Yeah. You have no idea who they are, what they're going to be. And, yeah, your, your mum said to me, like, it's normal to not have that overwhelming feeling of love straight away everyone mm-hmm. tells, you, everyone that tells you that it is and i think then, people give you really unrealistic expectations yeah, of what they then, don't they don't even like you said no one knows your child like they give you like when you have this baby you're gonna feel this you're gonna do that so go so to funny, kaz for know, advice she'll humble you i think though you know that whole thing that our minds do like subconsciously not just with childbirth and like being a parent with a lot mm-hmm. of things you forget that you forget the pain, like, the phys- physical and emotional, like, you mm-hmm. forget all of those things that you went through because you do have that feeling. So, like, now you're, like, besotted by Rex. Mm. And it's, like, maybe you, personally not you, because of, like, because you've been very open as a parent. But some people don't have friends to speak to about, like, how they felt do- mm. during that time. They do say, like, oh, you just feel nothing but, like, love for this this person. Like, you'll never love anything that much in your life. Mm-hmm. They do genuinely feel that now, yeah. But in the but moment that they gave I, birth and had a baby, they did yeah. feel that, but they don't really put two and two together because yeah. of how they feel at present. Yeah, like I generally feel that now. Yes. So it's reassuring to hear it from someone that has come out, come out the other side. Like it's not yeah. like that, but yeah, it's reassuring to hear it because you don't think of it like that in the moment. Mm-hmm. You're like, am I ever gonna feel like this? Yeah. When did Am you? Ever... Was there a moment where you went, God, I really, I really think I kind of like you. I really love you. <laughs> well, no, because it was so up and down. Sometimes I thought, oh, I really love you. Yeah. And other times I thought, oh, I really don't love you. Mm. <laughs> Who is this? But now, it's only been like the last, maybe like year. Mm-hmm. Like when, when, when he could like talk, not even just talk, but when he can actually, when you pick up on the, like the cues mm-hmm. like I found that really hard when he was a baby like people say oh they'll do this when they're tired they'll do this when they're hungry but like I didn't pick up on any of them mm-hmm. but now like looking at seeing other babies I think I pick up on it for them but I didn't pick up on it for him because mm-hmm. you've got you've had that experience now you can see it in yeah. other people but like yeah. it was the first time that you were seeing it as well mm. yeah do you feel like you got and I feel like I don't actually know if I know the answer to this which maybe I'm a bad friend <laughs> we'll find out when I ask the question did you, did, would you say now, looking back, that you suffered with the idea of, like, baby blues? Is that something you felt for a long time? Because I know a lot of people say, like, oh, looking back, I probably had it here or there. But, like, is that something you'd say that you definitely felt at the time after you'd had it? Yes, but I don't know if it was that or if it was lockdown. Right. I think it was a mix of the two. Mm-hmm. And I think it lasted a lot longer than it should have done because of lockdown. Right. If you know what I mean. Because you kind of don't get back out there. Like, people have that. Yeah. You're, like, all consumed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like people have that moment where it's like, I don't know, obviously I see this on the internet, so it might not be legit. But I feel like there's that moment after you become a parent for the first time where 
your boyfriend or your husband or your parents or whoever's like supporting you through that is mm. like I'm here for the night like you go out with your friends like you get dressed up you go and have dinner you go and have a good time mm. and although I don't think it's immediately after you have a child it's like in those like next few months is when you kind of like even if it is just that one night and then you but, don't do it again for three months but you couldn't yeah you couldn't have your like go get them and now night out thing. now we can do that it's such a release like you can mm-hmm. go and not be a mum for a night like sometimes yeah. you need that you really need that to then realize how much you love them and yeah. so because you're all in this house together like you couldn't get you couldn't get away to feel just like a person for like a couple of hours because yeah. it's just because, being Alice again, isn't yeah, it? Like, like children, babies, they are so consuming that you do forget about yourself and you do need to go out and be yourself. That's mm-hmm. what I was gonna ask. Like a lot of people say like that they lost themselves. Oh yeah, fully, fully. Even like my dress sense. Remember like some of the things I wore like a year <laughs> it was after. Curious, I had yeah, it was kind of cool. Yeah, like you but didn't now, know your style. Like it's only taken maybe even like the last six months mm-hmm. to actually feel like I've got back to who I was before. Yeah, and that's two years later. That's mad, isn't so it? Weird. Actually, though, that feeds into my next question really nicely. So well done, you can come back. <laughs> <laughs> kind of coming away, I guess, from being a mum a little bit. We talk a lot about like body image, how we feel about our bodies, all of these things. What was it, how did you feel after having Rex, like, with your body changing? And also, at what people would say is the prime of your life and, like, the best-looking years of our lives and all of this shit, like, such a pressure. How did you find having your body change? Like, the process after, like, did you feel the pressure to get back to your pre-baby weight? Like, all of that kind of stuff? Like, did did you look at your body after you had a baby? Like, was that even a thing? Like, your relationship with your body? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but everyone yeah everyone says oh well you just had a baby yeah people say it now like oh, you, you did have a baby mm-hmm. and in my head i think yeah and yeah mm. like what does that mean did your body change <laughs> how you thought it would like after you'd had him and like for the however whatever the first year after or whatever it was like did you think that you just snap back to how you yes. were like was your expectation yes. unrealistic maybe fully because i saw so many people that did just snap back to yeah how they were. yeah so I thought, why am i not doing that I think for me, I was so, so, so tiny before I had him. Mm-hmm. Getting back to that tiny was so unrealistic anyway. Like, it's quite unrealistic being that tiny, not pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I remember us having that conversation at the time, though, because at the time that you'd had Rex, it was the same time that a few people from our area that we'd gone to school with were also having children. And I remember you saying, like, well, they've just snapped back. Like, why haven't I? Mm. And, like, obviously we don't know their situation, like, how that's happened. And some people's bodies do just go back yeah. to the way that they were. But also posed images is uh, such yeah, a different yes. thing. Yeah, like, of course. Yeah. And looking at yourself in the mirror, in the normal daylight, when you've just woken up or whatever, is literally completely different to being dressed up for a night out, yeah. like taking 100 photos and posting mm-hmm. one. Not to discredit anyone who does like get to bounce back overnight, like we all want to be like you. But it's... It's not a realistic standard, is it? No. And that's another thing that people don't talk about. They talk about way more now than mm-hmm. before. But it's not that common no. for people to tell you, like... And also, it's when you're... Like, people always say to you, like, the older you get, the harder it is to lose weight. When you're young, it just falls off of you. Yeah. It's almost like... And even though, like, yeah, you've had a baby, you've grown up, you've grown fingers, toes, lungs and eyelashes. <laughs> but people are always like, oh, when you're young, it's so much easier. And so you almost have that expectation before you've had the baby of, like, oh, I'll just pop the baby out, it'll be easy breezy, and I'll start working out five times a week. Like, yeah. And that's just not not the way that it was, because more than anything, like you said earlier, 
You have a whole human that's mm. fully reliant on you and you kind of forget yourself. Yeah. Oh, you're, you're lower down in the priority list. I've got such a good question. Go, go, it do it. Popped into do my it. Head. Say it. So we've spoken on the pod before about how we feel like pressured by, you know, like people start my morning routine, a day in the life, like mm-hmm. me, me on a hangover and they're like ice rolling their faces and we're like waking up at 1pm <laughs> like the same mm-hmm. outfit we had on. Um, there is a lot, a lot, a lot of baby content, pregnancy content, family mm. content, me a week after giving birth content, like all of this stuff. People working out with their babies as the weight, like in the Unrealistic. squatting in the lounge. <laughs> did that? Did that create pressure for you? Um, maybe not so much a pressure because I don't think I've ever really fed into stuff like that. No, mm. that's true. But. What I was thinking about this earlier, like I always before I had him, I wanted to be like the crafty mum, the mm-hmm. arts mum. Always, always wanted to have stuff like that out, and I see so much of it, and I always save stuff, and then I think, oh, you know what? Yeah, <laughs> like that is we messy. Get, yeah, that is messy. And then we I've get got to bed in the shower, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> and like it's the preparation for that. I think like, oh, I could do that, and then I think, oh, I don't have the stuff to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And the space as well, like yeah, you see these people do these things. They roll it out across their ginormous lounge. And they have like, oh, fabulous. And they have like stations for these things. And they just and shut the door at the end that. of the night and yeah. deal with it another time. Yeah. It's like if you want to sit in your living room in the evening while he's in bed, you have to tidy up mm. everything that he's yeah. used that day, or you yeah. won't have done that day. Yeah, it's like not a luxury that everybody has the advantage. Of. No, could you see how that could pressure other people who are maybe more influenced by oh, social yeah. media? Oh yeah, definitely. Hundred percent. But it's even like the like the breastfeeding thing. That's like such a pressure by what people say to you when you're pregnant. Mm-hmm. Like, are you gonna breastfeed? Is the best thing to do? Are you gonna breastfeed? Like, what are you gonna do? And you're kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't, a little bit. Because if you say, yeah, I'm gonna breastfeed, sometimes that can you don't know who that's gonna offend. Almost can you? Like, you can't. Yeah. You can't. Um, it's like you can't win. No. You can't no. win with the right thing to do. And really, just fed baby like is happy baby. Mm. As long as baby's fed, doesn't matter how you're doing it. Yeah. But like, did you... Would you... How long did you breastfeed for in the end? A year. A year. Would you do that again? Like, would you breastfeed again? Did it put you off? Was it like the worst thing you ever did? Or it was it the, the best worst. thing you ever did? It wasn't the... It wasn't either, to be honest. Right. Like, I think I was very lucky. Mm-hmm. Very lucky that he just did what he was supposed to do, essentially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it got to the point where... The last couple of months, I was forcing it because mm-hmm. I didn't want to let go of it. Yeah. But we both hated every second of it. Right. And I should have stopped before. And now I think, oh, maybe I wouldn't do it again because of how much we hated it towards the end of it. Really? I still, I think I still would. Mm-hmm. But maybe you'd but take I, that cue on better. You wouldn't yeah. be so attached yeah. to it. Yeah. You knew what happened last night. Yeah. You don't want to get to, it's like being present, isn't it? You don't want to get to the point where you're resenting something because you're trying to yeah. live up to an expectation or thinking, oh, if I just do this for a little bit longer or like, mm. but every, like we said, every baby's different. Like they're going to mm. advance at different stages. Mm. Some cho- people feed their children until they're like four, five, six yeah. now. Yeah. And some stop after, I don't know, how long do they tell you to do it for initially? Is it like the first few days, first yeah, few weeks or something? Yeah. I think they say do it as long as you can. Oh, do they? Oh, okay. I, think, I don't actually know. I don't no. Know. It's so tough though. It's like there. you literally fed a child with your boobs. Yeah. Like I am twenty six. I'm saying that, but it's so true. And like I, in my head, I think, oh, I'll try that when I have a child. But equally, like you're actually feeding a child with your boobs. That's so funny. That's <laughs> that so another, weird. Another thing going back to like the the weight loss after a baby, mm-hmm. stuff like everyone says to me, like 
you'll you'll snap back if you breastfeed. Mm. It's lies. It's <laughs> lies. You I were well hungry. You. you were Starving. really hungry. All I did was eat. Do you remember the day I came to get you from the hospital? It was the last day you were in there. I ate about 17 hash browns. And I went, <laughs> I was like, Alice was like, I'm just so hungry, Abby. And I was like, oh, yeah, no worries. Rex's dad had to go to work. So I was like, I'll go and I'll take some food. And I was like, what do I, what do I get? A vegan breastfeeding mum. Like that was the thought <laughs> in my head. And I was like so really niche. panicking and like, so I was like, right, okay, right, Abby, you're an adult. You can do this. So I thought, right, I'll go to McDonald's. She can eat hash browns. So I bought 10 and I thought, well, she doesn't have them. That's fine. But I didn't want to not get her enough. I turned up to the hospital and she went, Abby, I'm never going to eat 10 hash browns. I kid you, I gave, I gave it 12 minutes. Like I was cuddling Rex, this fresh baby. And Alice was like scarfing down these hash browns. And she went, oh my God, I've eaten all 10. And I was like, oh my God. And like... Go you, so proud. I feel like we've let you stunning. off. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was honestly like no, she didn't was... realise how hungry her body was. She was like, I have to eat Just all of these. After I had him and we could meet up with each other, I didn't turn up without a bag of crisps. No, no you didn't. Oh, Pod Baby can hear us. Baby. He just had a little little cry. Is he stirring? Is he up? He's oh. <laughs> oh, Pod Baby debut. Okay, baby boy is settled. He needed a wee. It's a, it's a big deal. Potty training a nearly three year old. Oh, so funny. You had to hide. We did have to hide, and I needed to cough the entire time. I was scared that he was going to see you and then not go back to bed. I thought he was going to see us too. You did very well. We didn't know who you were going to be. We thought you were going out to see us. We were so excited. We were like, yes. <laughs> it's never happened, and we were like, oh my god, it's happening now. He's coming on the pod. Um. Where were we? You eat a lot of hash browns. Just, a lot of hash browns. Yeah. Just potato-y, potato-y items mm. was your thing. Yeah. Did you have pregnancy cravings? Yeah, do you not remember I made Mystery Man go and buy me a tiny Marmite when we were on holiday? Oh, you did. I paid like 12 euros for like the tiny For a teaspoon of Marmite. You were three months pregnant, weren't you? Yeah. Just when we went on holiday. Yeah, that was the, I told everyone that holiday. Yeah. You can't eat it now though, can you? Nope. Why? I don't know. It makes me feel really ill. Oh. You also can't eat avocados now. Avocados, bananas. You can't eat bananas? No, that happened when I was pregnant. They made me like swell from the inside. That could have just been the baby. <laughs> <laughs> he made you swell too. <laughs> he loves bananas, so maybe he's at that away from me. <gasps> maybe. Oh, give him your love for bananas. Mm. Can you, are you allergic to avocados now? They always make my lips go bumpy. Bumpy. <laughs> That's weird. Megan gets that with raspberries. No, I realised that that was that was a one-time thing. I did eat raspberries for like five years after I found out I'm not allergic to them. You know, you did eat a whole punnet actually, yeah. and your whole bottom lip swelled up. <laughs> right, let's draw some conclusions. I was going to say something I was allergic to, but I couldn't think. <laughs> I once ate loads of pine nuts and threw up, and then I thought I was allergic. And we went to PGO in year six, and I made my mum put it on the allergy. A bit of the form, <laughs> <laughs> as if they were going to serve me pine nuts at, at PGL when we were eleven. Yeah, I was like, "Mum, you have to put on pine nuts; they make me violently sick." <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I wonder if Rex will be as dramatic as I am. I hope so. I think you could definitely rub that off on him. At hundred percent. We have one thing he's got from me is we have the same thumbs. We we're not biologically related, but we have the same thumbs, and we both have a lisp. So I there we go. Think, I haven't taught him any. I taught him how to click. Did you? No. Oh, that's Snap really good. Fingers. Can you do it? Not so much. Not so try much. It, <laughs> he try. does try. We love him. Okay. <clears throat> on that note, on that lovely note, mm -hmm. let's just finish with. Do you prefer being called mum, mummy, or mama? Mama. 
Yeah, I don't like it at all. I hate it when he does that. That feels very grown up. Yeah, but he does it on purpose. He goes, Mum! Look, Mum! I know what I'm doing. (laughs) (laughs) He's crafty already. He calls us hymns. (laughs) He called one of the girls uncle. (laughs) Where's Uncle Grace? (laughs) And on that note, he's going to be 18 one day. (gasps) And he's got a whole episode dedicated to his entrance into the world Aww. and how he shook us I like he's 18 we'll listen to it and we'll listen to the part where he didn't like him when he was one yeah because <laughs> <laughs> Nanny Kaz said no one likes their babies when they're born <laughs> uh, oh it's been fun guys it has been fun guys I actually the thought of him ever being 18 makes me want to cry a little bit yeah. that's so gross how old are we going to be when he's 18 40 oh. he won't be 40 when he's 18 oh, oh no he'll be 41 on his 18th birthday, you'll Guys, just turn 41. That's such a lovely and age. When are you guys going to... And when we're 41, <laughs> I'll have my first. It's <laughs> exciting. If, you're, t- if you're lucky. <laughs> and we'll pay Rex to look after all of our children whilst we go out. He'll be the richest 18-year-old ever. Oh, he actually will. He 100% will. So, on that cheery note, thank you for joining us, Al. Oh, thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. I feel enlightened. We're going to have to get you back every season, it seems. Yeah, we Same are. tradition. Absolutely. Maybe we'll have to get a certain little pod baby on. Who nice knows? Christmas treats. Stay tuned. Oh, should I do my quick ASMR? Yeah. Toasted coconut. <laughs> what else did I say? No, that was it. Diplodocus. There you go. People have been slapping him with wings. People already think I'm weird. They're true. not going to start thinking. <laughs> if they've listened to the past 30 two now episodes wow, we've done this is our 32th episode yeah. wait hold on what, what? <laughs> 32th and 33th will be next week he's gonna have to say it now 32 that's so embarrassing anyway join us next week for our 33th episode last one before the new year <gasps> it is rip my hat and stomp on it because 2022 will always be the year we start the pod. So it's going to be our last one in the first year of the pod. Oh, and we're going into 2023, the age Alice was when she had a child. It's fitting. (laughs) Wild. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah, it didn't really work out, but I was just trying to, you know, make it happen. Anyway, thank you for joining us. Everyone ready? Huh? Yeah. Are you wrapping me up? No. One more time. Toasted coconut. Over and out, everybody. (laughs) Bye.